Daft About Craft, the Craft Beer Podcast. Welcome to a special edition of Daft About Craft. And now it's time for Hype or Tripe. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that most of our episodes contain this feature. But our last one didn't because we wanted to do a special episode because we've got not one but two beers to drink for you. Yeah, we're drinking them for you. It's it's like our, it's our job to drink beers for you, isn't it? And see what we think. So we've got two very, very interesting beers here. They're miles. Oh, miles. This is all you're doing, Dave B. Yes, well, one half of the podcast is absolutely aghast and disgusted at having to try to drink not one but two miles. I am absolutely thrilled because for all that I love craft... I actually have a real soft spot for Miles. So to see this style actually coming into the craft beer culture has delighted me immensely, whereas it's left you completely cold. Yeah, I remember going back quite a long time on the podcast, one of our early episodes, and you were waxing lyrical about Miles, saying, oh, they're going to make a comeback. And I was shaking my head at you, saying, no, this isn't going to happen. And blow me, it's happened. They're everywhere. Miles are everywhere now. They are, and while we appreciate that these two that we're going to drink right now, you might not be able to get hold of, we thought it was probably just as as much as we can talk about these two beers, we can talk about Milds as a whole. You know, it's a beer that I think a lot of people like yourself, Dave, dismiss or don't know and don't want any part of because they don't know it. I think they're missing out. Hopefully these beers prove it as well because they're a bit different to a traditional Mild for sure. Good. And we can just sort of shine a light on this style a bit as, as much as the beers themselves. So what we've got is we've got two milds released by Boxcar and they released a trio of milds. We've got the stronger of the three, which is just as well because who wants 3% brown water? Not me. Yeah, I couldn't actually find the normal mild anywhere. Does, that, found... does that mean it had sold out because it was so popular? Well, potentially. And the double and the triple was hard enough to find. Boxcar's website itself was gone straight away. And luckily, for once, because often we find that because you have the greater resources to get hold of beers, you can get them quicker than I can. But I was able to get the tri- double and hold triple mild. Hold on a minute. Both of us. Hold on a minute. Yeah. So you're in Suffolk. I'm in the Midlands. I couldn't get mild, but you could. That tells me a lot about Suffolk's drinking habits, I think. Yeah, so I would have thought this would go quite well, actually. But well, well, no, I was going to say that you'd got more supplies of them down there rather than, they'd, rather than um, you know, they'd had more delivered, so it was easier to get hold of. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Boxcar, for the record, are based in London, so it would make them easier to get hold of for me, I suppose. Right, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Although, me being in the Midlands, the Midlands has always sort of been steeped in mild history. Mm. It's a big, mild drinking area. As a kid, I remember my dad used to, on those uh, heady days, used to crack open a Banksy's mild if he was feeling very uh, excitable, and he used to give me a bit, and it was horrible, horrible stuff. Awful. I just hope this is better. Also, I, I'm, while we're recounting mild stories, I used to work in a pub when I was a student, and they used to they used to be a mild there. It was Ansel's mild. Oh God, that was horrible. See, hopefully, this shows that milds have come a long way because the the stories you're saying there of the horrible mild, I get it, and I think 
They feel to me like they fit in where you used to see on TV the smoky boozer in an 80s cop show or a 70s, 80s sitcom and things like that. And there was just a pint of brown or a soap and thing, you know, all those TV shows and they're having a pint in the woolly or something. And it's that pint of brown, a miscellaneous brown. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Brown liquid, often very thin as well. Really thin looking, no body to it. Yeah. And milds traditionally, as the name would suggest, are mild in ABV, generally in the three to three and a half percent range. Although initially they were actually brewed stronger than that and then came down in ABV. Yeah, I think they start off somewhere at around six percent, I think. Yeah, the difference was that people wanted a fresher version hmm. of a porter because porters were actually referred to as stales. Okay. And then a mild would refer to the freshness of the beer. And that's really interesting because when I just poured this first beer into the glass here, so this is Boxcar's Double Dark Mild, I poured it in and I thought, ooh, that smells like a porter. Mm. It's quite fruity, mm. I think. Yeah. I think it has more body than probably mm. you, you, you remember it having as a mild. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you. It, a bit like cold tea, but without as mm. much going on. But this is quite nice. I like this. Good. Well, I mean, I like it in relation to how I remember miles. Yes. And for all that I like a mild, it is something that I can't can't go sort of wax lyrical about it because there's only so much a mild does. Yeah. This is nice because this is nice. It's fruity. Hmm. There's sort of some, I would say there's a lot of of dried raisin taste. Definitely. The difference between this and a porter, I would say, is a porter would be a bit more effervescent, mm. a bit livelier. This is this feels quite flat, I but think that's the style, isn't it? For me, I think it smells a bit like a porter, but doesn't taste like a porter. Mm. Poured it out, and I thought, oh, yeah, I recognise that. I recognise that smell, but now I'm drinking it, it doesn't taste like one. And the nose actually goes to nothing quite quickly, because there's not a lot going on there. Uh, for a beer that is 6.3%, it doesn't taste like it. No, you could have that and think it's... Maybe not threes, but fours, I'd say. Mm. It's got more body than your sort of average mild, but mm-hmm. doesn't taste a great deal stronger, in fact. Well, this is a promising start. And as you say, everyone is doing them. Might be tricky to get hold of these boxcar milds now, but plenty of other people have done them. There was North did a collab with Demolin from the Netherlands. Black Iris have done one. Buxton's have done one in the past. Partisan have done it. So... There's no shortage. Pomona Island have done one. I think I'm right in saying Northern Monk might have done one. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Amongst their uh, beef stock beers and vegetable stock beers, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) and and jam jam (laughs) roly-poly and all that jazz. So they are about... It seems that barely a day goes by without my inbox uh, having message from some brewery with another mile being offered. They're not difficult to get hold of. And also traditionally, and... I'd never thought I'd say these words on a craft beer podcast, especially our own craft beer podcast. But camera, every May, do mild in May. If you can't get hold of these, but maybe you have a nice traditional pub of their lines and you know you get a good pint on, chances are they'll probably do a mild in May. And I would recommend you try it if you haven't before. What's interesting is that I was reading the, the mild style of beers went out of fashion in the 1960s. So why has it taken them? 60 years to be on the upward trajectory again? I don't know. It's a very good question. (laughs) It makes, yeah, I mean, we're now 60 years, obviously, from that beer being popular. Perhaps it just takes that long for things to go full circle. You think now... It's a generation, isn't it, 60 years? 
Yeah, that's true. It feels probably still sometimes like we've been doing this five minutes. And in some ways we have. But you think how long craft has actually now been around and how long a hazy IPA has been around. So I think there's probably just, it's, it's that searching for different stuff, isn't it? And eventually you sort of dust off things from years and years and years ago. But do them much better. And just the further I go down this, I'm thinking, oh, actually I quite like this, but this bears no resemblance to a traditional mild from from 30 years ago that my dad would have given me. I think that's fair. I do think what would be a great acid test for you is if you do, like I was saying, if you, you, you're, you've got enough good pubs around you, I bet you there'll be a good pub around yours and they'll get a mild on and I, I say try it on the hand pool. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll make a special effort to find a mild in a traditional pub during May and I'll report back to you and see how it matches up to this because I know it will have been no resemblance to this beer whatsoever. I'm still convinced that a lot of traditional breweries are peddling that brand muck now, that they, they call mild and this has nothing to do with mild. Now, Seek out someone who can do it well. There's yeah. definitely there's definitely traditional brewers that can do it well. So the, the double is a hit, the, I yeah, think. Yeah, um, yeah, and I can only think that the next one we've got, the triple dark mild, which is 9%, <laughs> is just going to be better. Fair play to Boxcar on the back of the can. Triple dark mild, English dark ale with many R's, which I, I enjoy. And it is described as pure, luxurious luxury. The mildest of milds. Oh, Milder than you ever thought could be possible, even in your mildest dreams. Oh, nice, nice. Dream on, people. Dream on. You could almost kisses. have. You could almost have written that, Dave, couldn't you? <laughs> Boxcar are definitely on my wavelength with this, and Boxcar as a brewery actually are. Just as a side note, I think they are a brewery that fall into that. Need to try more of them. Yeah, I mean, they're convincing me off the back of that one beer straight away. Um, Boxcar for me are one of those breweries. I see their cans, but I don't gravitate towards them for no yeah, for no real reason, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely the same. Isn't it weird how we have these preconceived ideas about certain breweries? I, don't I think it's very as well. What's your first experience? Because I know I had a Boxcar years ago, and I think it was years ago. And I remember thinking, eh. And I've said this before about you have a brewery first time, you really shouldn't judge them because they can Not absolutely evolve and develop. You've only got to look at job adverts these days. As craft breweries are always advertising for new brewers. So you bring a new brewer on board, your beers are going to change, aren't they? Yeah, so, absolutely. So, uh, it stands to reason, doesn't it? You shouldn't. You should never just take them at the first sort of. No. In fact, if you have a beer from a brewery and you really dislike it, you should definitely go back rather than just avoid them. Yeah, give them a good period of grace, maybe sort of six months so, to yeah, a year, exactly. and then try again. And then if it's still back. the same, then okay, perhaps unfortunately that that brewery isn't quite right, but. It's not to say that plenty of others won't change and adapt and evolve in that time. Right, so I've poured out this second beer. So this is Boxcar's Triple Dark Mild. First thing, I remember being in that pub. I can take myself back. I was about 18 in the pub there, and uh, the old men had come in, and I'd pour it on the hand pour. They'd have no head. It'd be just flat and horrible. Lovely, luxurious head on this. Yeah, you've got a little bit there. It went quite quickly, but uh, yeah, I had that initially, and then it went. I mean, but, that looks that looks appealing, doesn't it? Yeah, it's better than. But that cold tea look. Um, oh, why would you want to drink that? 
Is it that aesthetic of when you'd pull that pint, there was nothing? Like, you got 568 mil in that pint because it just had no yeah, head. So you just could pour it to the top for, like, a glass of water. I mean, the punters always got their money's worth because it was liquid <laughs> from top yeah. to bottom. Nothing else, just liquid. Wow, this, first impressions of this is it does not taste anything like it's 9%. Oh, it's sufficiently different to the double as well, isn't it? It's a lot fuller in the... Fuller mouthfeel for me. Yeah, and they're right. It is. It is. Oh man, I'm being won around. I'm being. I'm being won over by boxing. And it's a really different taste. A lot of different characteristics in this one by comparison. With the first beer, we said that it was a lot of fruit, very mm-hmm. fruity. The fruitiness is dialed down in this for me. Mm, for and, sure. And there's more sort of dark malts and chocolate malts coming through. Yeah. Also, even though it's not a weird sort of dry hint, a bit like a dry stout. I can get on board with that, yep. That's good. That's really good. I was sort of thought I could see how the double would work because I think there was absolutely scope to turn a mild up a bit but keep it to its roots, which they did. The triple I was quite sceptical about is as much as I like the style. I was like, I don't, I don't know how you make a 9% mild. It doesn't really seem to well, compute. It doesn't compute because the whole premise of a mild is that it's mild. It's about 3.5%. Not three times that much. But this is very smooth. It doesn't taste like it's a beefy. If you just had a couple of swigs, it tastes mm. quite mild. But there's a lot of power behind it, I think. It's it's good. I like that. It'd be a great one to blind taste with mm. sort of friends and that or, and go, well, how strong do you think this is? What do you reckon that is? That is obviously, to me, stronger than the previous one. But the previous one didn't taste anything like it, 6.3%. I'd say this tastes about 6.3%. Yeah. If you'd have given that to me without the double first, I don't think, I don't know if I'd have even gone to six. It is very, very mild. Yeah. I mean, so it's fulfilling the brief while giving, Ooh. while giving us craft beer fans a bit of that, something different that we all crave. It's almost, the more I'm drinking that, there's almost a little bit of caramel in the triple. I'll be honest with the listeners here, I was feeling a bit chuffed off before we started this recording. and this <laughs> Not because of the milds, just life. But, uh, yeah, I'm feeling a bit happier now. I've had these couple of milds, and especially that one. That is good. But I stand by what I say that they're not really milds because they're 6 and 9%. Although, having said that, in where I live around here, there's a brewery called Sarah Hughes, and they do a beer... Sarah Hughes, Dark Ruby Mild. My wife swears by it. She loves it. That's 6%. She raves about it all the time. Well, as we touched upon, they were initially brewed at Stronger ABV. So I think I think Boxcar have done a wonderful job mm. at, at making them true to the style and they've put a craft spin on it. And that's what I've, I've always admired about certain breweries or any brewery that can do it really for craft beer. But there are all these old styles and these old recipes that can be brought into the modern day if, yeah and exactly and, and revved up and and you can give it a twist without making it completely craft and i think boxcar have absolutely nailed that and i gotta say now if i do see another if i'm out and about in a craft bar i see they've got a mild on whereas before i'd have run away from it i want to try it now because if they taste as good as these i'll be very happy this is so what we're saying is here that hype or tripe is the name of the feature this is hype city isn't it we're on the hype train here this is excellent yeah yeah if if all other craft breweries are doing this with the mild when they release one it's hype all the way boxcar deserve praise for absolutely nailing 
yeah. two, and we didn't get to try the normal one, which would be really interesting. It as would well, have been to see, to see what the their actual standard take on a mild is. But these two are hype all the way, which is unusual for me. I'm well on board with this, and I know I'm predisposed to like milds because I, I do. Yeah, but man, these man, are these are spot on. Man who likes milds. Likes like these miles. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. But but the biggest revelation is that... You like miles I, now, I, I like miles now, yeah. Everyone's a winner. Excellent. The big, ass, the big acid test will be when you report back on yeah. how you found a handful. But... I, I already know what that's going to taste like. <laughs> My brain is predisposed to tell me that it's going to be like it was 20 years ago. I hope not. I hope, I hope more traditional breweries have changed that style a bit over the last 20 years and and just made it better because transport yourself back to the early 1990s and you go to a pub imagine if your first drink was a 1990s style mild how disappointed would you be it's your 18th birthday your dad your mom and dad take you out to the local pub and the first beer you get is a is a mild god it would have turned you off alcohol for life wouldn't it i think that still works as well with where i would have done that when i turned 18 i believe the first legal pint i bought having perhaps bought some illegal pints was probably something exciting as San Miguel, Foster's or Guinness. Oh, it was one Foster's. of those three. It was in an Irish pub in where I went to college. That's not exciting or fun, is it? But, you know. I suppose it's all part of the journey, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, we'd be really interested to hear what you think if you've tried one of these craft takes on a mild. If you have, send us a message. We'll read them, of course, and mention you on the next podcast. Be really interested to see what other craft breweries are doing with the style and whether they've hit the nail on the head as well as Boxcar have, because these are quite clearly a triumph. Yeah, so we hope you've enjoyed us talking all things mild here. You've got a convert and somebody who already liked milds still likes milds. Um, now, if you want to hear more of Daft About Craft, our next episode, our next full episode, will be released on Monday, May the 9th. After the bank holiday weekend, it's the following week, following Monday. You can download us all the usual places. We've got loads of stuff going on. We've got a great interview with a brewery who's just come onto our radar called Pinkers from Western Supermare. That'll be good, and all our usual features, and it's going to be great. We'll see you then. Get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram at DaftAboutCraft1.